0: Hello, raw feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company. Where well, your pet's health is our business, and we're friends, like my friend Dr. Andy. Oh, <laughs> we don't let friends feed kibble, do we? No. Do we? Let- out,
1: we're out here doing a, the fight every day, trying, trying, and trying. Right?
0: Yeah. You know what was funny? So we have a customer, and let me tell you something. There is no. This guy spares no expense on his dogs. Okay. However, (laughs) that he's a really good friend. He works with our son and um, they're having a Christmas party. And so he was over at his house and he took a picture of the dog treats, begging strips, milk (laughs) bones. We were like, "No, don't you love, okay. And I love
1: people's response, but they like them. Okay. I, I, I like, like Oreos
0: too, but you don't eat that shit. <laughs> I was like, like, but they like them. Oh, oh. I got to put that in the notes next time the coffee goes. Something's uh, wrong with this, raw food. Uh, really? Uh, no. I <laughs> it's this the three year old vegan you. strip you got on your counter. Unbelievable. Mm. You know, unbelievable, guys. Mm. Treats, they matter. And. Oh, they yeah, can it's, disrupt it's similar
1: them. to us, right? Okay. I'm going to eat. Let's say, you know, we're going to clean up our diets. We're going to do awesome, right? I don't know what that means in this day and age, because I, you know, I eat mostly meat. Some people eat mostly vegetables, blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, every night at 7 p.m. You eat half a container of Oreos, but that doesn't count because that's a snack. Well, right? the diet, it's just the, a treat.
0: And then you go, the diet just doesn't work. <laughs> that that diet just doesn't I. I can't approve of that diet. doesn't work.
1: <laughs> right. That's that same concept here, folks. <laughs> so, yes, every every next time you're in your friend's house that are feeding raw,
0: go go find their their treats. See what they're doing. Take a picture. Send them to Didi. Right. Rat them out. I'm like, I'm going to have to come look in your cupboards, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, it, uh, or the other thing I see, Dr. Andy, that that happens is these allergy tests, okay? Mm -hmm. And the allergy test will, you know, name everything under the sun so the dog can forever in a day only eat one thing and then they stop eating. Yes. Yes. And you're like, they're sick and tired of it. Yeah, but they're allergic. Are we sure? Can we start again? Okay, we could
1: do a whole thing on this. It drives me bonkers. There's a true allergy is an IgG response. That is generally what the blood test is picking up from your veterinarian. Five, six, $700 for that test. It's a waste of your time and money. Most what we deem allergies are just sensitivities to stuff. Yeah. And yes, the first time you go and get that test done, everything and their brother will show up. Okay. Especially the things your animal is eating. Because that's what they're exposed to. So that's what the body is responding to. That's what's going to show up on the test. It doesn't actually mean they can never eat that again, or you have been a bad pet parent and feeding them the wrong thing. So change the diet, pick some of the things that don't come up. Okay. Um, and then rotate through that. Try some of the stuff that came up before. Do another test, not that blood work, do an energetic test. Um <laughs> Do something else, um, but not not that there, there's no reason to drop your money on that um, and when you do this a handful of times. Um, my friend Sue with Unleashed um, Pet Energy, she uses the Bicom. There's one on the internet that also uses the Bicom. There's a place out in Aurora here in Colorado, um, Pet Palace. They have the Bicom to go through energetically your sense your pet sensitivities at a very reasonable price. It gives you an idea what's going on. After you do that a handful of times over a year, you're going to come up with a few things that always come up. Yeah, don't feed those. Okay. If peanut butter always comes up, stop feeding the peanut butter. Well, we don't you need know a has to tell you that. I know, right? Don't feed peanut butter. That's one of my things too. Peanut butter out of the house. But, the, and then you get an idea. But yeah, you can't just go, oh, all of this and then start feeding one thing. What is a BICOM?
0: I don't know about this. What you are you know talking about? You do know
1: about BICOM? I do not. So BICOM is... Um, an energetic machine out of Germany. It's been around 50, 60 years. It's a big thing. And it energetically taps into your animal or you, people do get it for people (laughs) and we'll go through and can figure out sensitivities to food, to cleaning products, to what's going on. So um, back in the day, I don't know if he's still practicing at all, but there was Dr. Hemerson he he started this thing here in Colorado. Sue has the same mach- machine. You can find her at Unleashed um, Pet Energy or Unleashed Energy, Un- Unleashed Energy LLC.com. Um, and I've used it with my animals since my black poodle, Jacks. when he had his IMHA episode, we found Dr. Hemerson and we walked into his office and he treated him with this machine. And that's what, quote unquote, cured him of his IMHA, an incurable autoimmune disease. So it has a big part of my heart, this energetic medicine in general, it's energetic medicine. Um, And I use it with my animals today with Sue um, occasionally for other things, just for balancing along with, you know, the chiropractic and the diet and everything. But it's one of my favorite things, especially when you're trying to figure out
0: food stuff. When you go in to Sue, how do you hook an animal up to this? Can you walk us through this? What it looks like? How does, that, how does that work? She has a mat that they lay on. There's a mat they lay
1: on. And then the cords are hooked to the machine. Okay. Very simply. Now, she can do stuff um, remotely, too. And then, then you get into quantum entanglements and you get into the universal one that we all be and you know we go into what now everybody's like glossy eyed and oh my god she's talking woo woo but um sabrina the energy. Witch. yes we're all energy <laughs> and we're all connected folks just chew on that for a little bit
0: can, can we can i step back to your black poodle and ask mm-hmm. you do you have any idea how your poodle his vaccinations got, okay <laughs> I didn't even have to I did,
1: you. I, there was no question at that time. Um, I was, you always correct me. I, I, I always call it a properly prescribed vaccination schedule. I was following that. He got his shots when he was supposed to get his shots. He got all of them and he got his shots in October and he almost died on me in March. And you'll go, well, that was like six months. I'm like, exactly. And he had been, his own body was eating his own blood, his red blood cells. That's what IMHA is. It's a immune-mediated hemolytic anemia. His own body was eating his own red blood cells. Um, most dogs die from that because they can't pull them out of that. Mm. Um, and they are. it is usually caused by an antibiotic use or vaccinations. And this happened to be about six months. So it probably started right then. But he wasn't symptomatic until
0: March. You know, that's what people sometimes don't realize. And I get it because we can't see it and we don't know it. We only see it until it reaches that critical point. Yep. And, and I, I think that people wonder why we always ask that question whenever there's an issue with an animal, right? mm mm-hmm. I do. I
1: think they wonder, like, what the heck does that have to do with anything, right? Right.
0: They're like, I'm talking to you about food. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm talking about health. I'm talking Mm -hmm. about how did this happen? Where Mm -hmm. did this, you know, it doesn't just, you know, okay, some stuff does float in the air, but it's not like this boogeyman virus just came in and attacked your animal or attacked you. Mm -hmm. It's something, a toxin, Mm -hmm. 99.9% of the time is what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A toxin that has entered the body.
1: And it's generally accumulation of toxins. And it's that last toxin that takes it over the edge. Right, right, right. Yeah. And he had not had anything else. He was not exposed to anything else. I have not treated him for anything else. I don't remember what he was eating at the time. It might have been a crummy cooked diet. Don't remember because he was on all kinds of things as as I was trying to figure out what do we do here? Because this was when I what I was learning so many years ago, because this was he's been gone almost nine years. And this was seven. This is 15 years ago when this happened, 15, 16 years ago
0: when he got sick. What were the what were the symptoms and how did you know that I was a terrible dog mom?
1: Well, let's see I know. And I'm going to clarify this because this (laughs) is what people do. They blame themselves. But I did the same thing. He was slowly just getting more lethargic and he was seven at the time. So, oh, he must be slowing down. Hmm. He must be slowing down. But he just wasn't. So finally, I had a mobile vet come over uh, that I was working with at the time referring back and forth. He was an old school vet. He was delightful. Um, some blood out to do some blood work. I'm like, he's just not right. You know, at this point, he was like not moving much. I'm like, God damn, you know. Oh, and he was eating dirt. Okay. He mm-hmm. had a spot in the backyard that he was literally eating dirt, um, which is pica, which he was trying to replace some of the minerals in his body. Mm-hmm. So people do this. Dogs will do this. Um, people eat ice. Dogs don't generally eat ice, but they will go out and lick dirt and stuff like that fyi and he pulled the blood out in the vial and it moved like water he's like oh. we have a problem it was so because blood has to is kind of viscous right it's a little more jelly in there right it's got it doesn't move quite as fast as water would in a vial this was moving like water he threw it in his little centrifuge he came up with his uh it came up at um it's cpc or pcp it's not pcp you don't take drugs but i'm trying to think of the letters but um the plasma count he was at 17 he should be close to 40 15 was dead (gasps) he was in bad shape i was a bad dog mom
0: and so 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 he went to the er
1: that you go to the er then folks (laughs) like there was no question and he spent days there and he had blood transfusions and he went on pred and he went on cyclosporin and we needed to use some of those medical interventions to get his immune system to do what it needed to do um and then i got him off of all of that as soon as i could he he did live he rebounded um and then literally one Practically one year to the day, he started doing it again, eating dirt and getting tired. I don't know what that is, folks, because that's a very atypical presentation for this disease. Back to the ER. I knew I just went. I knew where we needed to go. He needed blood transfusions. This time he picked up pneumonia while he was there. Oh, my. He made it through all of that. And then we found Dr. Hemerson. Because I'm like, dude, we can't be. We, you cannot be on cyclosporine the rest of your life. no you can't, I'm not, this is not acceptable in my world, but I always thought it was super funny because they also want him on aspirin. They want him on a blood thinner at this time because they're giving him new blood. So they Mm -hmm. don't want that to clot.
0: Okay. Have we ever seen that in a dog?
1: I don't know. I personally haven't, but I don't work in internal med, So maybe they do. I know Mm -hmm. they do that for people, right? You want to get Thin the blood while you're moving blood around, just so it doesn't clot up on you. And I got a lecture on using wintergreen instead of giving him aspirin. That's from what who? they were concerned from the vet. That's what they were concerned about not the pred, not the cyclosporin, not the fact that he might have lymphoma, not the pneumonia, none that. But you know what? He might have a problem with the wintergreen essential oil. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> It's like, like, it's like, really, this is what you have a problem with. Okay.
0: Um, so anyway. They do pick out, they do pick out some silly stuff to worry mm-hmm. about, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that's when they pick on the raw diet. And it's like, yeah. I, I think what concerns me so much is that if you are really into pet health and you are dealing with the dog every day. Wouldn't you know they're a carnivore? Wouldn't you know they're a meat eater? Wouldn't you know that they're not a kibble eater? This is what really concerns me.
1: Well, wouldn't you notice in your clients that come in that are raw fed are doing better?
0: Well, we, I well they just... don't go in. We've had this
1: conversation, right? but wouldn't you start to notice? I only see this dog every three years. They're raw fed. I, th- you know, I only see them when they cut open their pad because they're raw. like, "Aren't you noticing stuff?" That is what blows my mind.
0: Yeah, but then it's like the homeopathic stuff, the mm-hmm. essential oils, mm-hmm. the raw. It's like that stuff's dangerous, and you're like, in what way?
1: Yeah. Well, I. Just did a newsletter on diffusing some essential oils for stress in your pet. Mm -hmm. All of these articles are be very, very careful and avoid these and contact your vet. I'm like, your vet doesn't know anything about essential oils, by the way, folks. Um, They're not (laughs) trained in it. They shouldn't know anything about it. So don't bother them with that. That's not their thing, Um, except to tell you don't do it. Right. Um, But I'm like, where are all of these articles and warnings on
0: pharmaceuticals? Mm, Doctor Andy, they're right there. They're right there when you listen to them on the TV. You're gonna lose. I know, your... but
1: you know, but it was just so heavy when I was trying to find this stuff for essential oils and using them with your animals. And I'm like, barely a mention on the side effects of an NSAID in your dog every day for the rest of their life. Barely a mention.
0: There will not be a mention. Mm-hmm. There is no mention of what. Those substandard chemicals that chemical soup called kibble does to your pet, there are no mm-hmm. you are not nope. going to get that. no nope. um Dr. Lonsdale, I think I've talked to you about him before yeah. is is really trying to point out doing a petition that says that big pet food is in in cahoots with big you know vet. and not that we don't already know that, but he's really bringing the receipts, really bringing the information, right that says, they are selling this stuff, misleading the public, misleading the pet parents, and killing yes. pets. I mean, yes. very blatantly, that's what they're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's, it's like, uh, Brian said this to me the other day. He said, you know, what is crazy is he said, we're crazy if we question the yep. narrative. If we yep. question... The veterinary industry. Mm-hmm. Why is more yeah, no, We're crazy. We're crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're the bad guys for questioning a narrative. Okay. But didn't we just come out of that, and we're still in that from this oh, last? We're still in that, right? Yeah, we're still in that. You know what? I was at the gym yesterday, and my mouth just came open. I was I, there was a TV <laughs> on, and there was a commercial with a a mom getting ready to deliver a baby. Oh, did you see that? And they give her a COVID shot. Did
1: they give mom a COVID? No, not COVID. They give her RSV. RSV Yeah, yeah. Yeah, RSV. To mom to prevent RSV in the baby. I'm like, in what world? Does that, I want the mechanism of action because I think that is BS. I saw that yesterday too. I am like,
0: oh. Maybe it just came out. But I don't know. I was like- who is that was actress shaking. that agreed to that BS? <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was shaking. I am like, e-.
1: Sean's like, what is your problem? I'm like, Meh. and so now we have these smart TVs, right? And so I talked to it. I'm like, Google, please show me more Dawn commercials and Target commercials. And sure as poop, the next time, that's what I got. I did not get any more pharmaceutical commercials. Try it, folks. It's
0: creepy. Creepy. Well, you know, they do talk about AI and they say, look, the reason that AI is coming on and the reason that they want AI to come on is because they will know what your preferences are and they will change your preferences by those things that you're allowed to see. Those programming. So if you walk by a store or on your computer or on your phone or on your TV mm-hmm. you'll only be fed that information. So yeah. can you imagine that you could they they would come out with the most fantastical absurd sphincter type marketing about what is healthy for your pet that is totally in opposition of what is. True. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That's scary. There was also the commercial some gentleman, I don't know, about 30, is up there t- talking about doing two things at once and making this big, big thing about two things at once. And he had rings on his finger and, and it turned out to do the COVID shot with your flu shot. Okay, This is what he's so. promoting. Okay. And so I look at Sean, I'm like, who is that turd? Like, I don't know who this man is. Like, this is, I'm so far out of this. And Sean mumbles, this is my husband. He goes, that that Taylor Swift guy. And I'm like, that cleared up nothing. What are you talking about? So I guess it's, yeah, I guess she's dating somebody. I don't even know who this fool is. But I am like,
0: OMG. He got paid $20 million. <laughs> So are you going It makes okay?
1: me cry. Would
0: you take $20 million to, to promote unhealthy stuff? I mean, come on, Andy. It's $20 million.
1: Um, obviously not, because I can make a crap ton more money doing <laughs> other things than I do.
0: I'm just like, seriously, they've sold their soul, or, yes. or yes. they truly, truly have I not seen the adverse effects. They truly, truly, I mean, look, he's a football player. I don't player. know. He's, he has to have known about all the athletes dying. And, right. And certainly, right? he probably could look at his career and say, hmm, that's weird. Mm-hmm. It wasn't happening at this point, mm-hmm. but it happened in this time frame. It's kind of weird. I don't know. Like a little bit of a.
1: That would require common sense.
0: No, that would require that you don't want fame and fortune as much as, you know, promoting the devil. I'm sorry. Pretty much. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> sorry. I,
1: nice uplifting. <laughs> we're like, oh. we're so
0: glad you tuned in today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but, but I think once you start seeing it, you will see it everywhere. I mean, Pfizer is freaking everywhere. Yeah. You watch any program, and I can't tell you it's all pharmaceuticals. Yeah. It's all pharmaceuticals. It's asking Google for other commercials. See what happens. <laughs> no, what you need to ask Google for is show me raw dog food. Yeah. Show me. Um, I do not holistic. compute
1: your request, right? They're like... like, what? There is
0: no such thing. <laughs> right. And then it would come up yeah. with all types of warnings, I guess. I don't I, uh, know. Probably. But this is something that that, you know. The more you open up your mind and start seeing this stuff, and I heard something the other day, I think this is on the Tim Pool podcast, I I listened to him, and they were saying, the younger people are starting to wake up. The the folks that are retired and just doing the social security, you know, kind of, that they don't want to wake up. Why? Because it's, it's just like, they're just like, I, I don't want, I don't. The government's taking care of them. They don't want to rock that boat. Well, and they're like, yeah, they're like, I just want to live out my life in peace. And unfortunately, when we're trying to create change and affect change, it's not a peaceful situation. No, no. And certainly in the world that we're in right now, we're up against so much um controversy i i do see hope in it though because i do feel like when you get uncomfortable enough you will hopefully not just shut down and go uh the way of the lemmings i think there there are certain personalities that are just natural born fighters Mm -hmm. survivors um those folks that um don't want to march off to the gas chambers, right? They, right. They, they're they, they like, no, I, I want to live. I want to live and I want to fight. And I want to make my mark in this world. Mm-hmm. And um, certainly pet parents are like that. They want to fight for their pets. I just think that the information has not been available for them. Right? Certainly when you go into the vet's office and just right. like this uh pet parent we were talking about on another podcast with the with the cat they they don't know what questions to ask all they know is that the cat ma- least came to you and asked you a question right and you know so, a, again a, all i can do is say you need to, when there is a there's a 40% increase there's a 200% increase from what right because nobody asked that question dr andy they're like no this is be- it this is
1: this is God right here. This is what we need to handle.
0: Well, not um, only that, but let's say if there's a there's a one hundred percent increase, is that uh, went from one to two in the population? Two or what are we talking? What what are we what are we measuring? Because people go, oh my gosh, it's a forty percent it's a forty percent uh, worse. forty percent of what? may not be, but, you know, anyway, we hope that, um, that it, it opens up some eyes and ears and, uh, questions. That's what we're always asking people. Question, 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 Mm -hmm. you know, and I've, I've said so many times on the prescription, on the prescription food, what in here is prescription? How, how, you know, how is cornmeal? It's, is that a prescription? Do I have to get that right here? Anyway, just it should just be called convenient.
1: It should just be called shit. Well, I'm sorry. I'm just going to curse here right now. Yes, there's nothing special about it. It just happens to be in your vet office and you happen to be there (laughs) and you can grab it and walk out with it. But other than that, and please don't do that, folks. But. Yeah,
0: You're promoting theft. I am. (laughs) No, I would just say don't pay for it, but don't pay for it.
1: It is theft. It's theft on their end. It is. They they just sold you a bunch of lies that will, in the long run, compromise your pet and other systems. Right. Right.
0: All right. Well, I think a great thing is to um, work with Dr. Andy. If you have a dog that's limping, it's uh, squealing when it's pooping. I hear this sometimes, Dr. Andy.
1: I know. We've talked about that German shepherd. Where is
0: he? He's in Phoenix. Andy. Oh, okay. And, um, but I'm like, well. I thought he was here. Sorry. No, that that, oh, okay. that German shepherd is in Phoenix. Uh, and, but I hear this sometimes from folks. Mm-hmm. Like my dog yelps when he poops. Yep. And I'm like, well, I don't know if it's coming from the sphincter. Or if it's coming from the back or it's coming from the knee or I I have no idea. But here's what I can say about hard poops. Put some tripe in there. Put some organs in there. Loosen them up. Let's see if he still yelps. Maybe it is the back. And that is where you want to contact Dr. Andy. Because I'm all out of advice on the sphincter area. Okay. That's all I know. (laughs) loosen up, loosen up the poop a little bit if it's too hot. And uh, maybe stop giving extra bones if it's too hot. Mm -hmm. It's real simple, a little tweak. But those are the things that Dr. Andy, you've been looking at so many dogs for so long. Just like when we walked in with that puppy, you're like, what is happening with his face? (laughs) And we we already knew that he had a funny looking face. And you were like, let me fix that face. (laughs) That was great by the way. And I will see little whiskey. Okay. You have to Pups. let me know. How, I will. How the pup is looking. That pup is now 65 pounds. I wouldn't believe it. That pup is growing like a weed and out there okay. doing the, the duck hunting as, as, as she's been trained to do. So she's doing Good. well. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Get over to animalmagiccare.com. Dr. Andy can work with you no matter where you are. You just got to get on Zoom. She can watch your dog poop. She can watch your dog walk or run or whatever you need her to look at. And she can give you some advice. Okay. Good. Okay. She's good at that. Get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com. Get your dog on a species appropriate diet. We will get the poops right. They won't be sloppy Mm -hmm. anymore. That is for sure. All right. Get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com where your pet's health is our business. And what, Dr. Andy? Friends don't let friends feed kibble. Or fix it. Oh, snap. Snap.